Chancellor. All right, it's six o'clock. It's six o'clock. It's time for the happy hour, happiest hour of two hours of comedy in the whole world. So we're doing it outside now. We're doing it outside here at six o'clock. And what I ask of the comedians, what I ask of the comedians is that they don't F swear because we have neighbors and children and we care about these tender ears. So please, please, please be kind to our neighbors and and uh, don't be a lazy comedian, you know? If you ever wanna be on the TV, you need to work clean. That's just the way it is. So no F swears and uh, that's, you know, that's it. You'll be fine. Everyone will work it out. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Welcome to uh, the happy hour. Yay, you're comedians. Look, we're all socially distanced. They're all signing up. It's really exciting. Hi, guy. Is that delicious? What are you eating? A tamale. Ooh. R.I.P. tamale lady. Does anyone remember the tamale lady in San Francisco? She was a badass. I used to buy her delicious tamales at the homestead. Local bar. She'd come in. She put her three kids through college with those tamales. God bless her. It's a lot of tamales. If only I could do the same with pot treats. Just I have to give them away. No one's buying. It's so weird. It's like, uh. I feel like a mom all the time. I get a lot of I get a lot of weird comments. You know, like comedians are like, hey, you know, we don't want to have sex with you because you remind me of our mom. Like, all right. What? But like, what if I was your stepmom? <laughs> like, I've I've seen those new tropes <laughs> in porn. Right? Stepmoms are cool. Am I not? I can't. Don't I have a good stepmom vibe? Doesn't that work? Hot stepmom vibe. Come on. I've been wondering a lot. You know, like. The actresses in porn, are they like really good actresses or are they real stepmoms? <laughs> like, I fucked that joke up. It's supposed to go, are they really, are, are they really stepmoms or just really good actresses? Look at that. All right. Doesn't matter. It's still not like, that's why this is the open mic because we work out new material. No one took the one spot. Looks like I'm taking it. All right. I uh, anybody peed in their cat litter box just to see how much bigger their bladder is than their cats? Just a waste of cat litter. Don't do that. It's very expensive. It's a very expensive thing to do. <laughs> like I can, I'm on food stamps. You can't buy you can't buy cat food with food stamps. <laughs> it's a real bummer. Like I have to use real money <laughs> to take care of my children, <laughs> my fur babies. Anybody else love cats? You have two cats. Oh my God, are you a cat dad? Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, you love them. They snuggle with you. Do you like it when they like lick your face? Mine have been so snuggly. I've really messed with their feeding schedule so that they're hungry in the morning. So in the morning, they snuggle with me extra hard because they're hungry. I am so manipulative. <laughs> I realize you can do that with men, too. I always have snacks in my bags for young boys. Yeah, who's going to kickflip their way into my heart? Anybody skate from the skateboard? Yeah, kickflip your way into my heart. Um, you know what I love about 
soccer, like European League soccer, uh, World Cup soccer. Finally, I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. They're like literally making goals. That's what they're doing because they're playing soccer. Soccer players do. Making fun of 23-year-olds. Cool. Uh, I uh, don't know how to make money. I have an MFA in poetry. That was a poor decision. Uh, not a bad decision. It was poor because I'll never make any money ever. Yay. I have an MFA in poetry. What a pointless endeavor. But I, I was like, wow, I can make money writing lyrics. People do that. So I thought I would write lyrics for death metal, right? Because there's only like nine words in those songs anyway. So I have a couple songs. I'm going to try them out for you guys, right? The first thing, the first one is about things people like. Hi. Puppies, kittens, unicorns, lots of porn. People love porn and end rhyme. Hi, I love your skirt. I love, 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 love it. I also love to wear tutus. They are like my favorite. And your dad skateboards? How cool is your dad? Give it up for this cool dad right here, everybody. Yay, cool dad. He skateboards in flip-flops, no less. That is a maneuver. Yeah, scootering's cool, too. I have a scooter. I just didn't bring mine today. Yay. What a beautiful family. Yay. I, that's that's just a beautiful thing. I love that family. I'm like I like I'm getting a little teary. Okay, so the second song I wrote uh, is super hardcore, right? Okay, it deals with assonance or embedded rhyme. It's like the rhyming of vowel sounds between words, and it goes like this: At dawn with chainsaws. For those of you that don't speak death metal, that's at dawn with chainsaws. It's about carving up bloated whales in Alaska at dawn. <laughs> it's pretty metal, right? <laughs> Super metal. <laughs> ah. The last song I wrote, I think it's going to be my big moneymaker, and it's called 23-Year-Olds Lament. And it goes like this. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? That's a death growl. That's a convention of death metal. Thank you. You can clap. It's cool. That's the rest of my set. You can clap because that's the end of my set. Thank you. Oh, my God. I made comedians clap for me. That's so good. Okay, here we go. Your first comedian of the night, he murdered it last night at Asiento, but we all know that you're only as good as your last set. Put your hands together, everybody, for Luke Moore! Yay! Yay! Um, do whatever you want. Oh, everybody, Mike. Hey, everybody, um, if you didn't bring your own mic condom, I have gloves in a bag over here. You can stick it over the mic. Um, and there's also hand sanitizer and uh, wipey wipes to make you feel safe. Okay. Luke Moore, yay! Man, it's good to be here. I've been driving all day for my job, which is horrible. Um, I, it's hard not to get a little bit of road rage. I mean, you know, if even if it's not rage, like, 
maybe road annoyance, but that's not that's not an alliteration, so no one ever talks about it. But it's a real issue that everyone deals with. But I get I get something called you know I don't really get road rage. I don't like beat people up, but I get road cage. That's what I get. Road cage, and that's where. When I'm driving in a car for several hours, I eventually start talking like Nicolas Cage. Oh, I'm like, use your blinker. I'm sorry, I have to cut you off. Another red light. Great. Great, another red light. I'm going to cut you off. Did I already say that one? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I cut people off a lot, so. Dude, what's the deal with that song, Jeremy, by Pearl Jam, dude? It's like, it's about a kid who shot himself at a school. But, like, they they just make up. Like, they don't really even say that explicitly in the song. You just have to, like, watch the music video. They never say, like, and then he shot himself in the face. Like, it's just, like, that's assumed. But, like, all the, the the whole song is just made up stuff. They're, they're just making stuff up about Jeremy. His name probably isn't even Jeremy, you know? They're like, his mom didn't love him, and his dad didn't give him attention. It's like, yeah, he probably just made that up. And it's like, uh, and he hit me with a surprise left. It's like, he punched him. It's like, really? I don't think this, I don't think Jeremy punched uh Eddie Vedder. You know, I don't, I don't think, you know, Jeremy was beating people up, you know. I think Jeremy was getting beat up, you know. They just make up the thing that really kills me that they make up about Jeremy is they say, "And he bit the recess lady's breast." How could I forget? You know. <laughs> it's like, okay, so there's a recess lady, and Jeremy evidently, you know, allegedly bit her breasts, like. Why are you just making that sh that up, you know? Like, just don't lie about this child who died, you know? What are you doing? What are you doing, Pearl Jam? 1991, am I right? Yeah. yeah. 1991. It's, it's still, it's still uh, relevant. <laughs> Some people, like, get really mad and maybe not in San Francisco but people get mad about the masks you know you don't really meet anti-maskers here but yeah what I just no one really likes the mask you know like what I say I tell people is it's just a phase you know we'll get over it COVID has turned us all into teenagers we're all teenagers again we're all we were stuck in our house we're grounded we're going through phases like a teen does the first phase of COVID was don't drink Corona beer. That was our first precaution we took as Americans. The second phase, it was just a phase though. Second phase of COVID was spit on a Chinese person. And it was, it was a bad phase, but it was a phase that America went through. <laughs> phase number three of COVID was don't touch your face, which was the worst phase in my opinion because I, I love touching my face. I love picking my nose. Not like a lot, but you know, here and there I like to pick my nose, okay? 
and like I just like touching my eyes and I just like touching my face, you know. That's my favorite thing, you know. I'm glad I'm glad it's back. Phase number four of COVID was don't go to work, which was pretty cool. That was pretty cool at first. Pretty cool phase. Phase five was don't leave your house unless it's going to the grocery store three times every day. Which that was an okay phase. We all got in touch with our grocery store. We all like hung out in Safeway a little bit more. It was a phase. It was a phase. Phase number six was watch the Mr. Tiger Man show. That was that was a phase we all went through. Phase number seven was watch Michael Jordan has red uh, or yellow eyes now. If you don't know, there's a documentary on Netflix and and, and Hulu and whatnot. And it's called Michael Jordan Has Yellow Eyes Now. And it's all about Michael Jordan having yellow eyes now. It's a really interesting documentary <laughs> about Michael Jordan having yellow eyes. Phase number eight of COVID was go to a protest. Phase number nine of COVID was go to the beach. <laughs> Phase number 10 of COVID was tear down a statue of some sort. Phase number 11 of COVID was go to the beach again. And phase 12 of COVID is, and counting, is wear a mask. So we'll, we'll figure out something else to do after the mask. Don't worry. We'll, we'll forget about the mask. That's what I tell people. Is anybody here uh, in the service industry, work in the service industry? Thank you for your service. I just wanted to get that out there. Does anybody here... Uh, work like in cell phones cell phones Cell cellular telephones thank you for your service <laughs> right cell service okay cool heck yeah we got a bunch more uh, who here works in customer service fuck customer service okay who here uh, works or uh, does tennis plays tennis thank you for your serves okay who here uh, installs like gr granite countertops and stuff like that? Uh, thank you for your surfaces. Okay. Uh, who here? Uh, what's that one? I can't. Uh, who here is a uh, is a bear, a grizzly bear that likes to ride a unicycle? Thank you for your circuses. Okay. Who here uh, works in a diner? Who here works in a diner? Thank you for your syrup. Does that count? Okay. Who here uh, likes to drink promethazine recreationally? Or who here is from Houston? Thank you for your scissorp. Okay. I don't even like jokes. I well, you know, I like jokes. I'm a comedian, but I, I don't like setups. I only like punchlines. So I got a bunch of punchlines, okay? Just punchlines. Uh, more like Scooby Dooby Don't. <laughs> more like Robert Downey Syndrome. More like Paul Gisolotti. Yeah, like okay. <laughs> more like Franco Unjamesed. Okay. 
More more like uh cubic footing junior. Okay. Okay. I'll leave you on this one. Uh I was at Safeway and I was looking at their their hot dogs. They have uh Hebrew Hebrew Nationals. It's kosher meat hot dogs. And I was curious about them. But I went with the knockoff brand. Not Hebrew Nationals, but Anne Franks. And they're really hard to find. Have you seen these? They're really hard to find. But they're, yeah, you'll find them. They're, you'll find them. They're, they're in the attic of Safeway. Okay. Uh... Long live the Jews. Thank you. Luke Moore, everyone. Yes. Luke Moore, not Luke Less. Never call him Luke Less. I stole his own joke. I'm a terrible person. Yay. This is, uh, this is really fun. So here we are outside. Just remember, uh, no F swears because our neighbors have children and stuff like that. But I know you can do it. You're all professionals. I haven't seen our next comedian in so long. And what a joy, what a treasure to see your beautiful face in your cool, cool car. You're like, every time I'm like, what can he do that's cooler? I don't know. <laughs> uh, put your heads, hands together, everybody, for Teddy Hall. Yay! If you want to take a glove and put it over or whatever. Am I good to just go? Can I just? Wow. What a solid group of people you know Co covid's not gonna take us out all right <laughs> it is strange i think everybody thinks it's strange times i but some strange shit has been happening during this period you know your routine's completely broken no comedy shows basically you know so everything's different i had something and people are getting weird out there this guy uh recently offered me two thousand five hundred dollars Okay, for me to come over to his place and do sexual acts, all right? $2,500. This psychopath, all right? I'm not going to use the F-bomb, all right? Because I don't want to mess with the children. But this guy offered me $2,500 to come over to his place to do sexual acts, all right? And, um, and I did it, all right? Because I $2,500, all right? This is accuracy gender nowadays, all right? It's 2020, okay? Here's what I learned. All right, here's what I learned, okay? The, the sex, you know, people are so uptight. I almost did it. People are so uptight about sex, all right? And it's just like, you know, let's just, let's not cancel people. Let's just learn from it. Here is what I learned from that experience, all right? If someone offers you $2,500 to do sexual acts, all right, do not accept a check, all right? Because, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> right? I, I thought it was strange Venmo is broken. I mean, that's the easiest app to use. And that was, uh, oh, it's broken for the first, okay, whatever. All right, here's the thing. I went to the bank with the check, all right? I went to the bank. I went to a Wells Fargo with the check. They gave me $2,500. They didn't just say this guy is a liar, all right, and a pervert, okay, and we should be canceling him. They gave me the $2,500, all right? And I, start, I, started, I started spreading the wealth. Okay, I started. I went to a little Mexican stand and I bought a lot of vegetables. All right, I'm just like, listen, I'm selling my ass and we're all having fun. All right, throw in some extra avocados. Okay, then guess what? Th four days later, 
I get a charge from the bank of $12, okay, for trying to cash a bounce check, all right? So I lost money on that deal, okay? I lost $12 prostituting myself, okay? Turns out I'm not good at sex work, all right? But I tried, okay? I tried. I, I was like, you know what? This is kind of fun. You know, maybe I'll get a grinder account. I am now kicked off a grinder, all right, because I broke their community policies, okay? You know, it's just another COVID death is the reality. It's just another COVID death, okay, because they shut down my small business, okay? I was both the pimp, okay, I was the bitch, and I was the CEO of my small business, and they shut it down, all right? Anyway, that's some COVID material for you. I was... I was <laughs> <laughs> you guys, let's let's grow up a little bit. All right. There's some there's children here. Hello. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Let's the state of comedy in 2020. Yeah. 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 Okay, you guys saw that little red-headed demon, right? That wasn't just some hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> she did i'll fight that little kid all right i will fight that little kid <laughs> is she looking at me as she turned around all right all right whatever dude fucking wearing wearing a helmet in public that's super cool yeah anyway i'm gonna stop talking shit about little kids <laughs> derek's got five bucks on me for that fight he knows he knows I'd fight that little kid, and I got a good chance of winning. And he knows I would sleep at night, all right? He knows I. You walk in front of my comedy set, and you're not going to get f fought? Uh, time to grow up, little girl. She's not looking at me, is she? Okay. Um, whatever. This is, this is comedy now. This is comedy. We're forced to go outside. Comedy is going to be the last thing to return after COVID. Everything that is good about COVID um, has just been... It's just it's just taken away by comedy. I had some good momentum too before before COVID. All right, I had a joke that was killing it. All right, about my sister being hot. Okay, I got a smoking hot sister, and I was trying to work that material out. All right, and I was gonna invite her to a show, and then COVID hit. All right, took me out of it. Last thing I'll say is I uh, I do drive a uh, I drive a fast car. Okay, got pulled over for racing. All right, so that's just the nature of the game, whatever. And uh, and I recently got a letter from the DMV, and they said if I get another speeding ticket, they are going to take away my license. All right. And my first thought was, this is how you treat your best customer. Okay. Do you realize if there were six more drivers like me, there would be no lines at the DMV? Okay. DMV should be cheering me on. They'd be like, hey, you know that dumbass prostitution joke that creeps everybody out? All right. You should step on the gas, all right? Get to that open mic, okay? People want to hear it. You go fight that little kid. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Yay. Daddy, oh, oh, I have all my, I have my mic condom in here somewhere. I have so many mic condoms on me. I'm like trying to. I've never had this many condoms on me in my life. That's the funny thing. But they're all just Mike condoms. They're not they're not for a guy named Mike. They're actually Mike condoms. There we go. Let's see if I can find the list. That was great. That was uh that was Teddy Hall. That was Theater Hall. Uh he's been in comedy for a really long time. I've been friends with him for 
a, a great many years here, and he's been always a great supporter of Mutiny Radio, and it's great for people from San Jose to come back up and hang out here and be awesome in the street. Everybody remember that because we're in the street, no F swears, because we care about our tiny friends that came by. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm so excited for our next comedian. He's got his own microphone, which is another healthy way to get this done. He's going to tell you the news because he always says, I have no idea what's going on in the world because I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and I come out for free ice cream days. But he actually pays attention to the world around us. So put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. Yay! Hey, Teddy, I'm good for that 2,500, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'll get it to you, man. Just be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Uh, so anyway, I guess I I guess I should do the news <laughs> update. Get you give you guys your weekly news update. You know, Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, right? Yeah, she died. And there's been a lot of talk of, amongst uh, senators and such that we should wait till after the election to anoint her replacement. And uh, I agree. We should wait till Trump's second term before we make another Supreme Court. There is no too soon. You guys already forgot that Trump tried to nuke hurricanes and buy Greenland. I mean, there's no such thing as too soon anymore. Uh, let's see. So uh, everyone know who Robert Kraft is? He's the billionaire who owns the New England Patriots. He got caught at one of those massage parlors that gives you a happy ending. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all the charges have been dropped in that case. And I think we can all agree that that is a happy ending. <laughs> That's solid joking right there. Yeah. And it was clean, too, guys. I want it to be known. Uh, so there was a cop who claimed he got ambushed. And it turns out that he shot himself. Doe! Uh, anyway, is he going to get charged with wanton endangerment? Wanton endangerment? That's what the cop who shot, who missed Breonna Taylor got charged with. The one cop who got... Fuck! Oop. Maybe I should talk about that hand job that Robert Kraft got again. That was clean enough. That was clean. Hella clean. So I'm thinking about buying some land up by Lake Berryessa. I hear they're having a fire sale up there. That joke is still smoking hot, guys. That joke is under 0% containment. This is solid stuff, guys. So this preacher who was uh, a skeptic of COVID-19, uh, he got COVID-19. And quite frankly, that makes me a skeptic of his God. His God, guys, I'm a skeptic. Uh, Trump recently claimed that uh, Jews are only in it for themselves and that they stick together. And that sounds just like the Trumps, actually. Anyway, how are you in it for yourself and stick together? Isn't that like two mutually exclusive styles of criminal activity? <laughs> Just me? I think it's two mutually exclusive kinds of criminal activity. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Trump is planning to cut off federal funding to all the cities that uh, have permitted anarchy to take place in their cities. And uh, there's a permit for that? <laughs> anyway, what kind of self-respecting anarchist would get a permit, remember, right? I mean, that's just real. Uh, Trump is uh, ignoring, uh, you know, trying to make good on the death count in COVID-19. He's trying to, he says, if you don't, if you ignore, if you don't count all the blue states, the number isn't so bad. And, uh, you know, come to think of it, Mr. President, if you ignore all the purple states, the number isn't so bad. You know what? If you ignore all the red states, too, the death toll number really isn't so bad. Actually, Mr. President, I think if you ignore all the deaths, it isn't such a bad number. He's ignoring the deaths, guys. Uh, anyway, I think that's a good strategy. Don't you, Herman Cain? He, huh? Herman Cain, y'all. Making it real. Uh, Trump also uh, is claiming that the, uh, the election results, you know, will be fake. And uh, I would like to remind the, Mr. President that uh, all he really has to do is ignore all the blue states. That's That's gold. That strategy is gold, everybody. Oh, I had some great stuff about uh, Kurt Schilling, major league pitcher. Or is that too inside baseball for everybody here? I had to cut right to the punchline there. All right, everybody, you've been a very lively street corner. No dead air, no dead air, just kidding. Yay, Matthew Quirk, hooray! He tells us what's happening in the world. Yay, Matthew Quirk. No, it really is important. I have no idea what's going on in the world. I think he was a writer for the... Oh, I thought he was a writer for like the the Chronicle or something. Who's the, Which is the Kane that was a writer for the Chronicle? Herman Kane, different Kane. It still had the name of Kane, right? At least, at least my brain's going somewhere normal. Like, cool. That's good. No, no. Hey, I'm gonna. I'll do that. <laughs> like, safety first. You know how when you start having sex with your ex-boyfriend, because you're like, safety first. <laughs> you gotta go back to the safety. They're they're familiar with the crash site. It's the safety, right, Sierra? You know how it goes. Come on. Tried to cleanse your palate there in the middle. That didn't work too well. Good stuff. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, boy. I have a real beef against him because I love something that he hates. Like, I make the best soup. I can make – I have soup right now. I made soup out of chicken bones, and it's so thick that last night I poached an egg in it. In the, it was – I had the best late-night drunk meal Ah, because of my soup. But your next comedian hates soup. So I think we can have some beef. I like to put beef in my soup. Uh, it was it was chicken stock, but your next comedian is a very funny man. Remember, keep it clean. Everybody, it's Derek the Destroyer.
Soup. There we go. Hey, soup. Anybody else shopped at Payless when you were a kid? Do you remember Stadia's? They they were like Reeboks, but not really Reeboks. How about Pro Wings? <laughs> okay, I can't curse, so the back end of this isn't going to sound normal. Chowda! Mother effers! Or mother fudgers! Or damn, look at this hot ass. Right, right here. Dude, your joint rules, son. I like the rims. Yeah. Honk. Yee. That thing's dope, dude. I definitely might get laid in that. Might. I'd have to really trick somebody. <laughs> That's like every relationship in that, man. I've been dating recently. That stuff's hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's go to the beach. He's like, yeah, I love the beach. Well, I want to get something to eat. We'll get some seafood. She's like, I'm allergic to seafood. I'm like, all right. Want a slice of pizza? Can't eat pizza. I'm allergic to bread. I'm like, shit, burgers was my next one. Yeah, I got nothing for that. I fucking hate soup, like she said. Oh, yeah, F. No. Damn it. I hate soup. I hate vegetables and bath water. I don't like liquid that doesn't fill you up. That sucks, dude. I don't even like the wetness on a wet burrito. Like, that bugs me. Was that an Italian joint next door, right? Well, that was an Italian joint. Now it's a Mexican joint. I do like tortas, though. And I like uh, pupusas. Those are bomb, too. Dude, I love El Salvadorian food. That stuff is fly. All right, let's get into my material. Um, <laughs> I have soup tags. Those sucked. Uh, I look like Stephen Hawkins, right? He was mentally challenged instead of physically challenged. Uh, I say, no, I look like Bill Gates if he had sex with Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> I'm like, I got all the looks and none of the money. Yee! But I actually like these tags. I'm going to mess with you guys. Ah, don't I look like Steve Hawkins before the wheelchair? Forget you, Derek. <laughs> I don't like you. You look like Foss Mulder. If he was thinking about fellatio instead of UFOs. <laughs> you look like John Denver. If he was thinking about country music instead of fellatio. <laughs> I used to look like Macklemore. If he thought about fellatio instead of thrift shops. That's all the Macklemore fans out there that get that. You got that email for me, man? I need a check. I got to leave. I'm hungry. Come on, son. Hook me up. I need some mail in this. And I don't mean penis. But I like the penis in soup, preferably. Um, all my boys tell me I should look for a woman with junk in the trunk. Right, guys? You guys like a woman with a booty? No? You don't like a woman with a booty? No? You do. Well, I want a woman with junk in the fridge. <laughs> Preferably soup. <laughs> Just saying. Because I'm half white, half Mexican. That means I used to like pozole. No, that's not it. It means I like pho. I lied earlier about soup. No, it just means I used to have to take baths with my cousins. That's what that means, being half white, half Mexican. I love that. 
I was always like, Mom, don't put me in the bath with Philip. I'll piss in his face. Philip. Let's talk about Philip. If I was gay, that would be the dude I'd hit on. <laughs> I would definitely hit on a dude named Philip because I'd want to fill up his anus with sperm. <laughs> right? I had to calm that down. <laughs> right? That's clean, man. No F in there. <laughs> clean, yes. Snow, soap, everything. I'm like Kramering that joke. You know what I'm saying? Like if you watch Seinfeld, Kramer like used to wash dishes. No, he'd cook in his bathtub. Yeah, he'd wash himself and then wash the carrots or something. Never mind. Kramer jokes. You guys want to bang any um, robots? <laughs> you into robot sex? I love robots. I actually wanted a robot that was more like real, like real, real woman robot like that comes and bashes your window in at night and tells you that your mom's messed up. I would use a bunch of cuss words in there, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I actually want to have sex with an ATM robot because I figure if you make that robot come, you'll get some cash. You see what I'm saying? How about a giraffe? I like giraffes. They got the ability to give you deep throat because they have a long neck. It's hard to do these without cursing. <laughs> How about a giraffe? I said that one. No, kangaroo. That one's easy. It has a pouch for my weed and shrooms because I like weeds and shrooms, which I think politicians and police should take. Uh, I used to actually think, I don't know, what, oh, DoorDash. That's what I'm doing lately because I'm a comic, which means I'm not getting paid for any jobs. So I'm doing DoorDash. Thank you. Yes, that's the light. It's this. That's a good one. All right. Let me um, give you my closer. Uh, I hate DoorDash. I wish the, the maps would actually tell you the right street names instead of some random street names that sound like the street that you're supposed to go on. I wish I wouldn't pick up Safeway orders that always go to like three, to like the level three in apartment buildings. And um, I really want to Anna Nicole Smith, uh, an 80-year-old grandmother, because I want to uh, get in a wheel and I want to break a hip. You guys have a good night. No dead air, yay! Derek the Destroyer, yay! Old people are cool, yay! Oh, thank you, yeah, there, that's where you put them. This little bucket right over there, thanks, Luke Moore. <laughs> Luke Moore given more than less, that's great. Uh, I was, I had a tag off of his last thing, something about, I just want to give you guys a good recipe for soup. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. Your next comedian, he is a lovely human being. He used to be a neighbor here on, on our block and he loved comedy so much that he became one of us one of us one of us one of us and he's a very funny man and you guys are gonna love him put your hands together for Brady yeah hello good everybody how y'all doing I gotta be safe I have to do some safe comedy here well com safe comedy like what the fuck is oh what the stuff is that <laughs> Ooh, I got mine out already Hi everybody, my name is Brady. How y'all doing? It's exciting to be here. I just want y'all to know that I just turned 50. Come on, I just turned 50, my God! That means I have survived HIV and COVID and I'm still doing comedy, you mother... Okay, at least I get that. But it also means that you know I grew up in, I grew up in the 70s. 
Now, I don't know if you all remember that. Of course you don't. I do. But during the 70s, you know, Brady was associated with another thing called the Brady Bunch. Does anybody remember that show? Yeah. Do you remember that? Okay. And so you know what it was like to be a kid in school at that time. Children are so nice. They're so kind. They're like, hey, Brady. What happened to the Brady Bunch today, Brady? What happened to the Brady Bunch? What happened to the Brady Bunch today, Brady? And he was like, I was like, oh, my God, really? So I'm like eight. I turned around and said, oh, my God, so do you really want to know what happened to the Brady Bunch today? And I said, yeah, tell us. I said, all right. So I told them how Alice really liked her meat. What happened with Mike and Greg in the attic in the, Brit in the Johnny Bravo situation? And what really went down with Kitty Carriall, Tiger, and Cindy in that doghouse? And don't even ask me what happened to those earrings. You know, and a lot has happened in the ensuing 50 years, besides my turning 50. I've learned a lot growing up. I mean, I know, no one can tell that I'm a, I think my shirt says it's something like fairy, faggot, Swiss, and some stuff like that. <laughs> you all can see that. And of course, you know, nobody could see that when I was growing up, right? Nobody could tell that. So I just thought I would tell you all right now. And I feel like there's a lot of times, when, you know, when there are differences trying to drive us apart, as our friends were saying today, like we have nothing in common. Are there any straight guys here tonight? I have to ask, because it's not really usual. Now, everyone's trying to say, we ain't got nothing in common. Y'all run away, so I don't look that bad. What's easy looking at? You know, I probably am, but we have more in common than you think. And he's like, gentlemen, we all want to put it in something. Right? At the end of the day, we just want to go, put it in. Doesn't matter what it is when it is, or how it is. We will wake up in the morning and go, oh my God, did it get out? Where was it? You find the guacamole and that gets really interesting. <laughs> then people try to tell you where you put it, what's going on with it. And now in this age of COVID, it gets even more fun. I mean, I survived HIV, which meant no sex for you. I couldn't do nothing, but now I can't even kiss anybody. I can't even do nothing, right? So now what's really exciting is now y'all have to do what I had to do, like glory holes. <laughs> that is the serious New York City safe sex guide. Y'all just got to do glory holes now. And you know what else you got to do? Which is so exciting for me, which I know a lot about, is from the back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 there's a real diagram of something I do quite frequently or used to pre-COVID. And now, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we also share. <laughs> you thought we were all different? Uh-uh. Any hole is a goal these days. <laughs> all right, we're like, yeah, I can get in that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, COVID has made me so thirsty, so thirsty that even this condom on, my, on this mic tastes good. <laughs> I mean, I am so thirsty, I'm surprised I didn't, like, bend the mic phone. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Yay! It's my little short set. I'm still working on it. But thank you so much. Yay! You did a solid four. You did. You ended exactly four. That was amazing. Brady, everybody hand, hand together for Brady. Yay! That's like his fourth set ever. He's amazing. He's like a prodigy. 
That's what happens when you've lived a long time and you have things to talk about. No, no, I'm sorry. It's so cute when all the 22-year-olds are like, oh, I'm going to be a comedian. I got so much to talk about. And I'm like, yeah, your 22 years have brought you so much wisdom, yeah? So much wisdom. But you, Brady Hold, you know about Kitty Carryall, and that makes me happy. Like, I think all the time about Jan, Brady's boyfriend in Niagara Falls. <laughs> like, <sighs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. My nose was broken when I was 15 and I felt so much like Marsha. Oh, I tried to wear makeup to cover up my two black eyes. I should have just rocked it and been like, I was in a fight, <laughs> but I wasn't. Cool. I'm really excited. We're having a fun time at this open mic. We're gonna have the, the shows happening. This is the show, it's all the show, isn't it? Your next comedian, what a pleasure and a joy to have her back with the comedy community. Uh, we go way back to the brainwash days. People might not remember, there was a place called Brainwash. It closed in uh, December of 2018. It's where all the comics were. And I met so many wonderful, amazing people, like your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sierra Frost. Yay! Yeah. Do you need a mic condom? There's, um, the, the gloves are in there, and just throw one on the You're listening to Live 105.3, the Bay Area's Alternative Hits. I'm like so depressed right now. Can you hear me? This is, you can hear this, right? I'll, I'll pump you up. Oh, cool. Um, anyone? Mood disorders right now? A little bit of that? Yeah. I'm so depressed. Um. My husband of seven years moved out about five days ago. Um, and then uh, my grandma, who's like basically my mom, died in my arms like three, three or four weeks ago. Um, and then today, when I was driving over here, I drove past this restaurant on Valencia, and it said salad lounge. is a really hard time for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> humanity is really like all we have, all we have during these times is each other. And we're all so fragile and so precious. And I was wondering if we might all just agree that there's no such thing as a salad lounge! <laughs> Is anyone here married? Anyone? All right. They got away this time. Oh, you're married. Yes. So, so when I say, uh, is anyone here married? What I'm looking for is a nice looking man to destroy. So um, I'm not, none of my jokes apply to you, I can tell. You're decent, you're a decent human, I know this. Um, so I'm going to move on to my next joke. <laughs> um, I was driving through Cleveland. Hey, guys. <laughs> I was driving through Cleveland, and I drove past a store, and the store had a sign, and the sign said two words, 
pet people. And I thought, that can't be legal. But then I realized what all of you good people have realized. It's not it's not a, a noun. It's not like pet people, like, oh, my God. It's a verb. It's, you know, pet people, you know? And then I thought, you should not do that. Don't do that. That's not a good idea. All right, I'm going to look at my phone now. Let's see. Oh, oh, this is going to go well. Okay. Um, do you get pea shivers for every pea or just the really good peas? I wrote that down and decided to say that to other people. <laughs> good, good. Uh, am I the only one who's hot for 73-year-old Jean Levy? What's that? Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> So here's my thing, here's my thing about Gene Levy. Like I know for a fact that he is so cranky and cold immediately after sex. Like you can just tell. You know what I want? I want to be like I want to be like in his space. You know what I mean? I just want to like kind of I want I want to see him eat a grapefruit silently at dawn. I think I'm just like ready to get back out there. You know what I mean? I just like I have so much love to give. Oh my god. Um Thanks, Pam. I'm only going to do comedy for divorced ladies who are like spiraling the. (laughs) 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 Applause break for that. Good, good, good. You guys can stand up now if you want. This is just the best joke ever. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, soup guy. Okay. um, uh, I was looking at the. weather app before I came here to decide what stupid outfit I would wear. (laughs) This is what we landed on. You're welcome. And it said temperature 61 degrees, but feels like, feels like, with your feelings, feels like 57. Don't tell me how to feel. (laughs) All right, thanks. Yay, Sierra Frost! Hooray! Don't tell her how to feel. I know. It's really hard. Someone this week, someone this week told me that I should stop feeling so, that I should stop being so needy. And I was like, wow, that coming from a person whose all of their needs are fulfilled. That sounds like my ex-husband, am I right? Ha <laughs> ha! You know, I got my first, I got my first STD through my first marriage. You guys ever had an STD? Any of you ever have one? I got my first STD from my first marriage, right? Sexually transmitted debt. That's what you get. That's what you get when you get married. You get an STD, sexually transmitted debt. It's just a contract, everybody. Don't worry. It's fine. Your next comedian, what a, what a joy and a wonderment he is. I've known him for very many years, also from the brainwash days, and I'm excited to bring him up. Everybody, put your hands together for Gary Hughes. Yay! Um, they're the, they're the, the, in the bag? In the bag? There you go, just take a, take a glove and stick it on. You guys can hear me with this on? All right. Um, I used to be married. I used to be married for a year. When I first got my when I got my first car, 
I didn't know that you had to get insurance to drive it off the lot, and I didn't have enough money because I made the down payment. So the guy was like, he's like, don't worry, I know somebody. And usually that, that doesn't mean a good thing. And he put, he knew somebody at the insurance place, and they put that I was married just to put my payment down lower for a whole year. And I asked my mom, I was like, what is that? She's like, that's called insurance fraud. <laughs> and you could go to jail for that. For a whole year, I was just like, I hope nobody pulled me over and asked me about Melissa. So I was married to Melissa for a whole year, and then I went to AAA, and I did it right. Before this happened, I used to uh, I used to try to figure out who was homeschooled, and uh, it was a fun game I, I used to play by myself. It was pretty easy because most homeschooled people don't know like pop culture or general knowledge. So you'd be like, "Bye, Felicia," and they'd be like, "What's that? Where that from?" Or you'd be like, "I have a dream." They'd be like, "Who said that? Where you get that from? Star Wars." You can always tell when someone's homeschooled because they like drink milk with their dinner and stuff like that. Like, you must be homeschooled, huh? You look like you homeschooled. I got more X-rated stuff to that bit, but I'm going to leave that alone. I, w I actually, you know, <laughs> never mind. I'll keep going, man. <laughs> I've been thinking about high school a lot. I've been reminiscing because uh, we used to have a lot of blood drives in high school. I went to high school during that Bush administration that no child left behind, you know what I mean? I got a lot of F pluses on my high school transcript. Um, yeah, it was great, I learned a lot. Uh, but I used to do, I used to always donate blood anytime they came to the school for three reasons. First of all, if you donate blood, you get a lot of chocolates and candy, a lot of sugar, I have a sweet tooth. Uh, second reason is that you go to class and be like, oh, I just donated blood, they, be like, they let you go. The third reason, I used to love to hit on girls that freshly donated blood. Like, if a woman makes mistakes with nine pints of blood, imagine if she has eight. She's making all kind of mistakes. I'm like, girl, what you gonna do for this Klondike bar? What's up? Holla at me. Girl, what you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> people hate that joke. <laughs> they like, you taking advantage of... You can think with eight pints of blood, all right? It's, <laughs> you can think clearly with eight pints of blood. It's fine. Trust me. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do some crowd work, shall we? I guess this is like what you do, right? I'm gonna stick to my jokes. All right, so, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just stick to the jokes. So I have uh, Gary Hughes. It's a very Caucasian name. Uh, it means I, I get the interview, but I don't get the job. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. It's, it's real, real talk. You ain't lying. It's good on the. <laughs> it's good on the application. Uh, <laughs> I used to do cool, you could do cool stuff with my name, like call like supercuts and, and file like do an appointment and then I show up with my hair and they be like, our ethnic barber left. But they only cut with scissors, they don't know, they're like, what you doing here? I'm, like, I'm Gary Hughes, that's me. <laughs> what? That just means my slave owners were Welsh, it's a Welsh last name. I won't talk about slavery, that's too much. I got an old joke, this is an old slave joke I did, like, like 10 years ago, this is an old slave joke. All right, it goes like this. I used to live in Brussels, Belgium when I was 20. I used to live in Brussels, Belgium. And during my stay, I got deported from United Kingdom for visa trouble. And it was re really weird being black and getting deported because we normally get taken to countries. <laughs> and that's the only slave joke I'm telling tonight. There's no more slave jokes. That's all true. I really got deported. It was crazy. I do all old jokes tonight. Because <laughs> I was telling my grandmother at that time, she was alive. Uh, it was, this is crazy. My grandmother was very religious. She's from, you know, Monroe, Louisiana. Very religious people. I remember telling her about earthquakes, how they happened. 
And I was like, granted, these big metal plates over the middle of the earth, and over a large amount of time, they gain a lot of energy and they shift. And that's what causes an earthquake. And she was like, mm, somebody think they know more than Jesus, huh? I was like, huh? I was so confused. Seven-year-old Gary didn't know what to say. It's like, nah, they don't think they know more than Jesus, granny, I promise. I know she's passed away, but she still lives on through my heart and my Safeway discount because I still use her phone number. They don't update their system. She's been dead for like seven years. That's, that's Safeway fault. They don't even care. They'd be like, have a great day, Mr. Prothrow? Yeah, sure. Thank you. $2 off the tomatoes? Thank you. I had to get that phone number. I was using the Ouija board. I was like, 510. What else, Granny? Don't let these points go to waste. Don't let these points go to waste, Grandma. What else do we do? Uh, <laughs> I end with this. Uh, there's a coin shortage. Uh, there's a coin shortage. But I still need to wash my clothes, right? It's still hard for me to wash my clothes. Uh, so I need quarters. I need quarters. If it's gotten to the point where I give people false hope, I walked up to this panhandler with a dollar. He was like, God bless you, brother. I was like, ah, not so fast. Let me get four quarters for this. My clothes starting to look like yours, man. You're a staple in these streets, brother. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Um, I think that's it, man. I'm Gary Hughes. Appreciate it, guys. Yay! Thanks, man. Yay! Gary Hughes, everyone. Hooray! Hooray! Huzzah! Yay! Something about change. <laughs> Are you guys all ripe for change? Is everybody ready for that? A little bit? No? Everyone's like, we're all so complacent. We're like, no, keep with the, keep with the ADD payments. Yeah, I want I've been writing my novel, and wow, is it going to be nothing. Your next comedian. <laughs> uh, what a joy and a wonder. He saved my life one time, actually. There was a time where I had done a lot of drugs, and people wanted to call an ambulance, and he was a smart man that was like, no, she's just high. Let's take her home. And I was like, yes. I don't remember any of it because, you know, I was on, like, moon rocks or whatever. But he is the savior and a very funny man. Uh, we're doing. It's got to be a clean. You got to be clean. Like just don't, just don't f swear. Um, and the and the and the. If you wanted, I don't have a mic condom for you, but they're behind me. Okay, everybody, Hunter Uniac, yay! Pam, I didn't save your life. I moved you from one location to another while you're on drugs, so you didn't have the ability to consent. I kidnapped you. So I did. I did my best Pam Benjamin impersonation today. I'm hungover as shit right now. And I'll probably be hungover tomorrow. That's great, dude. Dude, Luke, stop coming over to my house. Like, it's a bad idea to mix absinthe with tequila. Good shit, though. What was I going to talk about? Um, I make a lot of bad decisions. I really do. Like, um, one time I went to the wrong funeral. I'm going to say that, yeah, look at me that weird face. It's exactly how you should look. I went to the wrong fucking funeral. Oh, dude. Oh, my bad. This is going to be hard. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It really is. Okay, I got to think about this. All right, so I went to the wrong mm -mm, funeral, you know? It was bad, dude. Like, uh, my, uh, the guy behind the uh, corner store, the counter, his name was Oscar, you know? And one day, I didn't see him for like three months, and one day, there was a sign up there saying Oscar's memorial is going. So I talked to the guy behind the counter. He says, yeah, Oscar died. I get there. It's a small funeral. All right, there's like 12 people in there. And we're sitting down. I'm in the front row like a, can I say any curse words? Just no Fs? Yeah, just no Fs, right? All right, I'm sitting there like a dumbass then. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, 
All right, so I'm sitting there like a dumbass in the very front row. Purice is going around talking about all these nice things about Oscar. All right, a little uh, disclaimer. Before that, when we went to the funeral, we're looking at all the pictures of him, and the guy looks completely different. I was like, dude, Oscar lost a lot of weight when he was 12. You know, I get there, they hand us the microphone, say, like, I want you to say some nice things about Oscar. All right, and that's a moment when it hit me, and I just went off to, like, he was a very generic guy, hand it to my best friend. There's no joke here, okay? I just, like, memorized, I remember this shit, you know, <laughs> last night when I was drinking. It's like, what? This, this is why I drink. This is why I drink. You ever go to the wrong funeral? You know how awkward that is? To look the man's mother in the eye and say, I knew your son, he was my best friend. We went to high school together. Oscar's 70. Yeah, I'm 25, that doesn't matter. Can I say, can I say yes? Yeah, you know how full of shit I have to be to do that? Like, I'm a great liar, all right? You, sir, I liked your set. No, that's so mean, that's so mean. <laughs> I did, I did. No, I did, I did, I did, I'm sorry, I'm just an asshole. I went to the wrong funeral, let me vent, okay? So bad. It was so bad. Worst part is, too, I stayed for the snacks at the end. You know? That's great. So hard not to curse, Pam. Like, you work with children. How do you let this happen? It's weird, though. One time, actually, um, it was my 19th birthday, and my buddy Javi told me, like, oh, Hunter, it's your 19th birthday. I'm going to get you your weed card. All right? So I'm like, dude, F yes. That's amazing. I'm going to day drink. We're going to meet there at Dolores Park at 9.30 in the morning. We're going to get effed up. We're going to sit down. We're going to get a weed card, okay? I showed up at 9, 8.59 with a vodka. Started drinking that. As soon as I get to the weed doctor, I high-five the receptionist behind the counter. I'm so drunk, okay? Doctor takes me into the room. He starts giving me those questions. You, sir, you're obviously stoned. You know the, the, the questions you have to lie about? You know, like, you have back problems? Yeah, I do. You know, I got um, gonorrhea. I don't know. Weed doesn't cure gonorrhea. Weed cures everything, though. Uh, so I, I asked him all the questions. thought I aced the test. It wasn't until I signed my name on the dotted line did I realize I'm in rehab right now. <laughs> yeah. I showed up drunk with a bottle of vodka, high five the system on the counter, lied with all that shit, sat the rehab. I was like, dude, he was like, what drugs are you addicted to? I'm like, weed and alcohol, they're the best. <laughs> Anything else? Cocaine, is that an option? <laughs> are you telling me the weed card you give me specifically designed for chopping up lines? Let's do this, man. <laughs> it was horrible. In my defense, the uh, weed dispensary, like the weed doctor guy was right next to the rehab clinic, which I think is actually like a beautiful symbolism of reality, you know? As soon as that happened, I just looked at my friend. I was like, Javi, we need to get out of here. We made a mistake. I ran out there. My name's still signed up for rehab. <laughs> like, apparently, I went to an in-clinic rehab, ran out. They have horrible security there. Ran out. Yeah. Told you guys, I make bad decisions. You there, uh, girl with the sunny disposition. Want to play a game? No. Mary F. Kill. <laughs> All right, Pam, I'll do it with you. <laughs> Mary F. Kill. Stalin, Hitler, or Mao? Uh, Mary Mao, kill Hitler, sex with Stalin. Sex with Stalin? Really, if you have sex with Stalin, you're having sex with Hitler. They look exactly alike. <laughs> you know, but weird fact, like, why would you kill Hitler? He killed himself. You're literally a cuckold in your own murder fantasy right now. All right, that's my time. I'm going to keep on being hungover. I'm Hunter Uniac. Hunter Uniac, everyone! Yay! You did a really great job not swearing. That's it's. It really is like a big thing for comedians to not swear. So we're gonna have one last open mic comedian. You're so cool! Don't drive fast in our neighborhood! Yay! Um, <laughs> be safe. There's children around here. 
So uh, we have one last over my comedian. Then we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back with uh, a, a big show and everything. Uh, but he, this is his first. This is his first time up. So you, everyone has to clap wildly. We're very, very excited. We don't have a last name because he's totally in, he's clandestine. Everybody, put your hands together. It's Joe. Yay! There we go. Got it. What's going on, everybody? Feel great. Feel like I just feel like I just sold out Oracle Arena right now. This crowd is awesome. Um, I uh, I was thinking about because of quarantine, I haven't been up to the city in forever, right? Just because I wanted to stay safe, stay inside my house. And uh, I miss the nightlife in the city. Just going out in the marina. Of course, I would never pick up chicks because compared to my tall friends, I look like a garden gnome. So it's a little hard to get any girls to come back with me. Uh, it's been pretty rough over the past couple months, I guess, past six months. Um, but uh, every time I come to the city, there's always, always hot chicks here, always. And um, I think they're all busy tonight. I, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, of course, Pam, not you. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Anyway, um, so sex is hard. Um, well, <laughs> from what I can remember. It's been so long since, uh, you know, I've had uh, the opportunity to do that. Um, but, I mean, sex is hard because I can't keep up with the kinks. Nowadays, this girl wants to be choked. That girl wants to be slapped. This one wants to be spit on. It's like, I'm, I mean, dude, one time I'm having consensual sex, and the next moment, I'm in court for domestic abuse. It's like I don't know what's going. <laughs> I don't know what's going on or where the mix-up was. Um, but anyways, like I just miss like what happened to just regular sex, you know? <laughs> like just just re like I was like talking to this chick and I was like we should do missionary for sure and she was like like in a church and I was like what? No. <laughs> Let me make Are you sure you're over 18? Oh my god. I've never heard of some dumbass shit like that. Oh wait! Oh yeah, I didn't say the F word. All right, all right. just checking. Right, right. Uh, but I mean, there's still so much I need to learn about sex. You know, I didn't even know what the clitoris was until I was 25, Whoa. and I'm 24. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> oh man. But uh, you know, times are tough. You know. Hooking up with chicks is a little tar is a little hard right now. I'm uh I'm pretty big on Bumble and Tinder. I don't know if you guys oh you guys probably know what Grinder is, but I uh I'm on Tinder because you know I like chicks. But uh, I'm always super sarcastic when it comes to meeting girls on Tinder. And one time I swiped right on this girl without reading her bio because you know I'm only looking for looks. So I swiped right. We matched and. Nowadays, girls are super adamant on wanting to make sure you're six foot. And clearly, you know, I'm not. Uh, but she goes, you know, I don't really care about a man's height, but his, he sh for sure has to have a beard. And I was like, well, I can't grow a full beard either. So here we are. And she goes, well, oof, that's that then. 
And I was like, well, you know, that's fine because I prefer a non-prepubescent chest anyways. So, because, uh, you know, she didn't have boobs. But uh, anyways, then I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about when I was a kid and older people would always say, like, how hard dating is. And even at 11 years old, I was always like, well, it's probably because your breath smells like dick and you're short. <laughs> Little did I know. Uh, my breath would now also smell like dick. And I'm also, you know, five inches below six foot. And I know what five inches is. So <laughs> there's that. And um, anyway, uh, I guess that's my time for now. <laughs>
If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutant Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio, we have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio GoFundMe and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian. And we brought you fascismus with Mussolini. And before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com.
poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. 
Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Comedy, yay! Hey, the break is over. We're back. We're back after the break. There's a lot of chairs. People were grouped for the thank you, Theo, for being here. Teddy, what a joy, what a wonderment. Good luck on your way back in your cool, cool, cool car to San Jose. So uh, we are starting a comedy show. There's chairs, and they are clearly not distanced in the way they should be. So, like, make yourself in a place. Obviously, we're far enough away. We're fine. Hey, we're six feet away from each other. Hi. Hi, people across the street. Yay. I love, hi, you're in your car. That's amazing. I love Dona Terra's. It's sad that they're closed, uh, that they close at six now because, wow, their flautas are top notch. I like them. Uh, hey, you guys are here for the, ooh. So one of our open mic comedians leaving in his very cool car. It's a Batmobile. Anybody like Batman? Batman, he lives in a lair. Wayne Manor. And he has uh, apparently a lot of tattoos. Mm. You have any tattoos? You have tattoos. No tattoos? Tattoos. No tattoos. What are your tattoos? What was your first tattoo? On your hand? On your finger? You went for a. Your first tattoo was like a gang tattoo on your hand? Like. Did, did you ever go to, like, a judge or something and use a Band-Aid to cover it up because they thought you'd think they No? Okay, good. You haven't had to go to a judge. When I went for my DUI case, I covered up my finger tattoo because I was like, I don't want them to know that I am the riffraff that they should be looking out for. I am the problem. That's true. I am the riffraff. You know, they never put the BART. They never... Years ago, BART was supposed to go on the Iron Horse Trail along the 680 uh, with through Danville and Alamo. And uh, they were like, we don't want any riffraff to come through here. And look look what they did. Isn't that nice? They're all sequestered in their beautiful mansions. Yay. I'm sorry. It's not funny. I just hate rich people. <laughs> like, what? Why you get so many ones and zeros? Like, why are you? Why is the labor you do better than what I? Why do you get more ones and zeros? Yeah. Did you guys know that Marx was actually the first feminist? A lot of people don't understand in Marxism that he was literally the first feminist. I mean, he was valuing the means of production. What are women? We're literally the means of production. Like, there are no people without women. We are the means of production. Thanks for valuing us, Marx. <laughs> right? Also, he values labor. 
And it's so funny because when women have babies, what do they go through? Labor. Like, Marx valued labor? You don't get paid to have a baby. It's like the only job that's called labor and you don't get paid for it. So it's like, oh, we're slaves to the patriarchy. Woo! Woo! I love being a woman. So good. I only had one, I only had one, I only had one trans moment. When I was 11 years old, I was a mediocre girl ballerina, right? And I was like, if I was a boy, I would be the best boy ballerina because I was a girl. Like a mediocre girl ballerina is the best boy ballerina. Am I right? Right? And I was like, I'll wear the tights and the little wife beater and I'll lift the girls. And they said, you know what? We'd rather have like 25-year-old guys come in and lift these 11-year-old girls. Like that seems way more normal than having an 11-year-old butchy girl. Like lifting girls. That's weird. Were you going to trans us in 1986? Whoa! I didn't know I was a maverick. I was just a mediocre girl ballerina. But I could do double turns, and I didn't have sickled feet. So I was better than any boy I'd ever seen. I was like, I want to be a boy. I did. I want all the rights and privileges that come with having a penis. Uh, Here's the funny thing. When women, I, I, own a sm- I own a small business. I own Mutiny Radio here and stuff. And it's so cute because when women make a decision, people make a committee. And when men make a decision, people just do it. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> but we need a committee for my choices, of course, because I'm irrational. But you know what makes me irrational? Because you don't value my choices. <laughs> it makes me irrational. Yeah. That you don't value my choices and thoughts. Yes, it makes me feel irrational. I feel the suppression. Look at the violence inherent in the system. <laughs> Sorry, I love I love Monty Python. Cool. I'm a feminist. Duh. All right. Whoopity do. Uh, eh, eh, knock knock. Feminism. I can get my own door, thanks. <laughs> Not knock knock feminism. Who I can get my own door, thanks. That's like the, that's like the precept of feminism. You know, like I think, I don't know. A lot of women burn bras and like read books and stuff so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Yay! <laughs> it incidentally, it looks like a bunch of worms trying to escape a hungry robin. <laughs> It's like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. (laughs) Meaty. (laughs) Feminism. How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats! Cats, 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 cats. (laughs) Feminist tropes. It's fun. I do love cats. Does anyone else love cats as much? Yes. Bow to your alien overlords, the cats, with one paw. The Chinese knew what was up, baby. Like, pray. Pray to those cats. I love my cats. I love my cats. I finally understand cat calling because I love my cats so much. I have a baby kitten, and she's the cutest. 
and she was in the room, and I'm like, baby kitty, baby kitty, I love you, baby kitty. Baby kitty, come here. And she just ignores me, you know. And she walks around. And I said, baby, baby kitty, come here. Baby kitty, baby kitty. And then, like, she shows me her butthole, so I know she's asking for it. So I go and I pick her up without consent, and I turn her into a baby, and I kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> I understand cat calling. <laughs> Do you see? I cat calling. Good. <laughs> yeah. I get cat called a lot, or complimented, I guess, in the tenderloin. It's hard to tell these days. Um, the gentleman I was walking by, and he said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's what's called a compliment. I turn 46 next month, so I'm like, what? Thank you. We crafted it. Uh. Another gentleman actually yesterday, he said, hey, I like your thigh gap. <laughs> thigh gap? Like, this is the new, co it's a great, co I really actually, I'm like, wow. Well, thank you? Is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, another guy, I was wearing a skirt, and I try not to wear skirts in the tenderloin because he said, hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Right? That's catcalling. Also, why do you want to smell that dude's juju? You know what I mean? Like, why do you want to get all up in? Like, that's gross, bro. It's on you. Actually, it's all over me. It's all over. Uh, yeah, we're going to, hey, um, so there's all kinds of chairs. Just, um, you can pull some and move them into a place that makes you feel comfortable. Like, none of them are being taken, and you can, like, seriously, just choose a chair and move them into a judicious place that makes you feel comfortable, and that's, that's good. That's good. Oh, what a cute dog. Yay. What's your dog's name? Hilford. Guilford. Ilford. Ilford? What is that a reference to? It's got to be a reference to something. Old photo, like, Kodachrome, giving the nice bright color, giving the green, but a different kind of film. Like Tintype, like before, okay. Not that old. It's a still a ref. Yeah, I know. If you called your dog Tintype, they'd be like, "That doesn't rin tin tin." They wouldn't know, have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Tim types were like photographs before. Now we're doing a TED talk, and that's not funny. That's good. I don't know if I have any photography jokes other than I have no idea how to take a selfie, because I got my first smartphone like three weeks ago. So I'm still confused. I'm like, I miss, I miss my old analog phone so hard. Like not not just like the AT&T burner phone I had, but I mean the one that like had the curly cord that connected to the wall. Like I miss old timey times. And even before old timey times, like I miss Laura Ingle Wilder's times. Like I wanna be all milking cows and making cheese and living off the land and being like, I ain't got no neighbors because um, right now I'm alone. <laughs> and you can't do anything. There's nothing to glean in the city. Like I can't kill a squirrel and eat it and feel like connected with the land. You know what I mean? I'm in a big city. I have no recourse but to stay in my apartment and love my cats. Love my cats so hard. Anybody else masturbate with their cats? 
Yeah. Not like with, not like using your cat, but like next to your cat. Like, yes. But uh, no, I, I mean, I know how soft a cat's paw is, but I'm not using it in that context. The only time I use a cat's paw is when I'm masturbating and I, and I, and I ask my cat to lay his paw on my lower back, you know, and just so I can feel loved while I'm masturbating. Do you know? Like he just, he's so soft and he just, uh, and, and, and right before, sometimes right before I come, he, he puts his little claws out. Uh, uh, just so I know who's boss. Oh, yeah. My cat is the boss. That's right. Oh, yeah. Who's the boss? I'm going to name, I'm going to name my cat Tony Danza. <laughs> Hold me closer, Tony Danza. No, I wi I, I'm lonely. Yay. All right. Hey, hey, people that are coming and stuff. So grab a chair and be in a safe space away from people that you feel comfortable with. You can also stand or be wherever you are. That's fine, too. I'm so happy you're all here. Clap it up for yourselves for, like, leaving your houses and, and being safe in a group of people. Wear your masks. Do, do what you need to do to feel safe. For comedians up here, I have um, in the back, I've got, like, gloves that you can use as mic condoms, and I have um, hand sanitizer so we can wipe off the mic, and whatever we need to do to feel safe is exactly what we want to do here at Mutiny Radio, and especially for the beautiful dogs. Are dogs, do dogs get COVID? So can they really, have there been cases of COVID dogs? No way, oh man, oh wow, that, changes my whole perspective like I just thought God was trying to kill the evil people but it's like the dogs too were taking out the beautiful kind like I, I honestly thought I was like all right this is karma well I thought that God hated us because we're evil horrible things and we're just taking over the world and indiscriminately using all of the resources with no recompense but dogs are fearless and blameless so why would they get the plague of the Lord Jesus Christ but if they're getting it Wow, the aliens, that's, it's, I don't believe in God anymore, now I believe in aliens. Cool. <laughs> I'm a jerk. All right. Okay, so uh, we've got a great lineup. I don't, ha I, don't have a, I don't have a lineup because I'm a jerk face and I'm so laissez-faire. And, and uh, no, I know, it's a French word. It means like, oh, I sort of just do whatever happens at the time. So that's our, that's our laissez-faire situation. And I'm a jerk because... You're you're all the way from from uh, Walnut Creek, no? Concord. Concord. Well, Concord. Aren't Concord and Walnut Creek the same place? You're the same thing as Danville too, right? No, it's all the same. They give you a Bart and this stuff, and and I'm a, come come up because I forget your name because I'm a jerk. Yes, I forget your name because I'm a jerk. It's Bernie. Bernie, yeah. everybody, Bernie, yay! <laughs> Do you want to cover or? Yeah, let me get go. Here, let me take this off. Let me get that mic condoms. Yeah, condoms, yay! Shit. Hi, guys. How's everyone doing? Yeah, I came a long way from Concord. Yeah. Don't get mad at me. Concord is that place where white people have Black Lives Matter posters outside their house and never had a black life in their house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I'm from, so. So forgive me if I'm pulling on these clothes a lot during my set. I'm wearing my 14-year-old daughter's clothes. And don't look at me weird or give me no foo. I know I look like your average eighth grade bully. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a grown-ass woman up here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to get home 
pretty soon because last time I checked, she had everything on uh, offer up for some Fortnite skin. <laughs> and I'm missing my dildo too. So if you see it, <laughs> one of those donkey ones, yeah. I know I'm little, but I'm dense as a motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all kids don't understand. No. So a little bit about myself, I work with children. Um, best thing about being a pothead and working with kids is that you can be just as silly as they are. Like, and they have no filter. So this one kid came up to me the other day and told me that I look like Michael Jackson when he was black. looking at the woman in the mirror like this little motherfucker is right and when wasn't anybody ever gonna tell me that I look like Mike Jack Thriller come on you see it right rock with you fucking before he started fucking with his nose all the shit yeah I know it's cool oh my god I'm sorry come here girl sorry how many how many was that how many did I say oh my god okay so it's my first time since COVID, but yeah, give me. Yay, <laughs> I'm just spraying everywhere, you know, like. <laughs> but another thing about having a, t a teenager, mine is six inches six inches taller than me. I don't. I her dad's not tall. He's little like me, so I don't know. I did drink a lot of Mountain Dew when I was pregnant, so. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> And it's like, I can't do normal stuff with her anymore, like taking her to amusement parks because they measure me now in front of her. <laughs> so guess who gets to ride the roller coasters and guess who doesn't? <laughs> but what pisses me off about it is that I didn't have to pay kid prices to get in here. And now I can't ride the adult rides. Like That's what gets me upset. You know, forget all that other stuff, I'm short. So, you know, I have to watch her in the teacup swinging my feet, pissed off, you know. <laughs> While she's up there like, tick, 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 tick. Probably like, yeah, mom, uh, they said you were short. Ha, ha, ha. That's how she treats me. But it's okay, because we still got to go home. So don't let me catch you coming out the bathroom. Like, what was all that stuff you was talking at the roller coaster, bitch? <laughs> Like say that, sh say it now. Say, but other, but to me, it's like say it now. I heard all that stuff she was talking to you. Think I heard that? You don't know how awkward it is in my house, you guys. Like, come on. When I ask her to come outside the room, and the first thing she says to me is, "What? You need help reaching something?" There's no respect. She doesn't respect me at all. What else? Um, having like having a teenager, so she's confused as hell about their sexuality, right? So everything's weird. She came up to me the other day and told me she was pansexual. <laughs> now, besides working with children, I'm a chef by trade, so, I'm, and I'm also literal, so when you tell me that you're pansexual, I think that when I bust out my cast iron and spread the butter, stuff's about to get real. <laughs> like, help me understand, like, help, help mom understand, right? Does, does cast iron mean BBC? Like, what are we, like, what are we? That's what I know. <laughs> no one loves the baby legs like Bernie loves the baby legs. I don't know what else to say without saying the F word. I'm sorry, I'm half Irish. That's like the only thing we, it's like my, so far 
make up, like, it's in our middle name. <laughs> How much time do I have, Pam? So I don't know what the, the premise is about the, the clean comedy, and I appreciate that, but... Uh, uh, don't Esquire, you're fine. No, um, <laughs> but when I heard clean, it just struck a chord for me because um, I'm recently... Two, uh, what is it, 110 days? I'm four months sober from cocaine, so... Congratulations! Yeah. Yay! And Yay! comedy doing comedy and not being on cocaine is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. So I just want to keep it real with everybody. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I thought that was, it wasn't that hard. I got through it. So let's, let's have a good rest of the night guys and keep up the laughs and you know, thank you. I appreciate you. I'm Bernie Onassis. Get my, get my Instagram when you guys, before you guys leave. Bernie underscore Onassis, like Jackie Onassis, O N double S I S, if you nasty. Mm. Anyway. Yay! <laughs> Bernie Onassis, everyone, hooray! Yes! If you're nasty, yes. That was great. I know it's so hard not to F swear. I know it really is. But, like, I'm really enjoying the challenge. I've been a nanny forever, so I'm like, I can totally control the F swears all day long. Like, I'm, I, get, I get my language under control. Anybody have any kids out there? Any of you have any kids? Oh, thank God. I know. I, 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 I'm th thank God you're, I was the nanny, and I'm not there. So how are you going to be taking care of your kids? Uh, Bernie was talking about cocaine for a minute. Just a real quick tip for y'all. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. From the mouths of babes, genius, yes! Children have taught me everything. Your next comedian, he lives right in the neighborhood. He's a joy and a wonderment. I've known him for so many years through comedy and it's so amazing to have him here right now. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together for Josh Holub. Yay! So, I'm gonna do comedy. No I, miss <laughs> I miss comedy. I miss comedy. So this is uh, fun. Give yourselves a round of applause for being outside of your house. Do one of these. Just yeah, you gotta keep it safe. Gotta wrap it up, baby. And we'll do that. I got the sanitizer too. Where's the sanitizer? Yeah, I got like. You have like 12 things in your pockets now. That's how you live your life. By the way, I've never once paid for sanitizer. You just buy one of these little bottles once and you just open it up. And every time you go into like a grocery store or something, just a little. You're if you're paying for sanitizer, you're a sucker. <laughs> They're giving it away for free. All right. Hey, it's great to be um, not in my house. So uh, thank you guys very much. Just give it up for the ladies. Where's the ladies at? There's no ladies here? All right, that's cool. All right. Well, uh, I, I sometimes refer to myself as daddy. Daddy is home, ladies. Daddy is home. And uh, daddy is single. 
uh, because daddy calls himself daddy, and women don't like that. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, it's great to be here. I haven't done comedy uh, since sometime in March, and I don't want to do the math on when that's been. So this is fucking, this is great. <laughs> I got it. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be better, Pam. I'm gonna be better. Uh, let's let's get the politics out of the way. I'm not a I'm not a political comedian, so I'll just get my one political view out of the way right at the start, and then we can move on. Uh, and I feel like I could say this here in San Francisco, the best, most liberal city in the world. This Donald Trump guy, this guy's a real jerk. <laughs> Biggest understatement of the century. Not a fan of this guy. All right, my name's Josh. I'm uh, originally from Detroit. You guys ever been to Detroit? Uh, you know, Detroit is a great place to get stabbed, so I don't live there anymore. I uh, decided it was time to move away from Detroit, so uh, I packed up my things and I moved to beautiful the Tenderloin, where the streets are paved of gold. Beautiful the Tenderloin. Like, I never left Detroit. It's the same. It's the same thing. There's just no snow and way more meth, a lot of meth. <laughs> For some reason, meth didn't make it into Detroit. Even meth doesn't like Detroit. <laughs> but it likes it here, and I like it here. I live here now in San Francisco. It's a great city to live in. I live just a block over there. Um, in a, and I love living in San Francisco. The best thing about San Francisco is that we have hills. And what do we do better here in San Francisco than look down at other people? Oh, my Lord, we can do it physically. We have the topography to physically look down at other people. I mean, come on. It is the best. We are better than everyone else. And we can physically do it. That's my goal, is to live on top of one of the hills one day. I don't, I don't live on top of the hill. I live right over there in the Valley of Rent Control. I'm a lucky man. I'm a very lucky man, and I know it. But one day, one day I will live on top of the hill on top of the UPS truck, on top of Knob Hill, on top of Telegraph Hill, and I will only order Postmates from people that can't afford to live remotely close to the city. Not even close. Just Uber Eats or DoorDash, El Taqueria from people that live in San Mateo. Yes, come and bring me my El Taqueria and go back. Get back in the bridge and tunnel. You're not allowed here. This is my hill. I worked long and hard to live on top of this hill, and I will look down at every one of you. We live in San Francisco. That's what we do. It's a great city. I do love this city. It's mostly made of drugs, if we're being honest. I mean, I'm sure someone here is selling drugs. Have you guys done more drugs during the pandemic? Yes. Yeah, me too. I thought I'd do less. Turns out, a lot more exercise and a lot more drugs. Got to gotta balance them out, you know? <laughs> one for me, one for you. One for me, one for you. <laughs> I threw up my back, uh, so that's why I'm standing like this, because I've been working out so much that I threw out my back, and uh, now I can only do drugs. So Yay. that's where I'm at. I have to call. I have to physically go to work still, too. I mean, very few people. Uh, by the way, if you can work from home, good for you. That's a privilege, though. Uh, so can I have $20, please? <laughs> I'm just asking. Can I have $20, sir? That's a good mask. All right, let's move on. Um, 
I'm going to do this is always fun. Um, I don't um, really write a lot of jokes, um, but what I do do, I do do, I do do do, do the do do. She's going like this. <laughs> Ew. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're going to get that checked out by a doctor. Uh, they do remote visits now. You can do it over the phone. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, I don't like to write jokes because I like to do drugs instead. So what I do is I buy my jokes off a troll, and he lives under the Stockton Tunnel. And so what I do is I go over there, and I give him money, and he gives me jokes. So I'm going to tell you these jokes right now. These are not my jokes. Don't get mad at me if you don't like them. I didn't write them. A troll who lives under the Stockton Tunnel wrote these jokes. So you can't get mad at me. All right. This first one says, uh, uh, Fleet Week is this is like a couple weeks, right? Oh, no. Yeah, Fleet Week is, is coming back. But I like to call it Skeet Week because the streets are filled with semen. <laughs> I didn't write that. <laughs> Wasn't my joke. All right. Hey, this joke says uh, baseball is playing right now. That's kind of weird. But I like baseball. Uh, baseball's a good sport. There's an old saying in baseball. It goes, chicks dig the long ball. There's another saying that goes, uh, chicks do not dig my long balls. They're too long. <laughs> my balls are long. They're disgusting. They're gross. <laughs> All right. This one says, uh, uh, I work part-time at a haunted house and my dad doesn't love me. Eh, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Again, I didn't write these, all right? These are not my jokes, so don't get mad at me. All right, uh, this one just says, do you think Sir Mix-a-Lot did not like small butts? I like small butts. What's wrong with, oh, this guy does not like small butts. What color do you think his skin is? <laughs> I'm not being prejudiced here. I'm just asking. <laughs> He's a Redskins fan. Well, you're not allowed to say that anymore. He's a Washington football team fan. All right. Uh, this one says, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but I can't afford health insurance. So that's just like a real thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, the hardest thing about being a feminist is my dad always calling me a pussy. There's a lot about my dad in this. Have you noticed that? This troll must not like his dad. Hey, uh, I really did not like the new Star Wars movie, but I also really don't like my dad. Again, a lot of stuff with my dad here. Seems to be a, a reoccurring theme. <laughs> this troll, I'll tell you. I finally tried the new Popeye's chicken sandwich, and it tasted just like I thought it would, made by poor people. Look, I don't pay their wages. <laughs> okay, we can move on. Do you think S Sir Mix-a-Lot did not like small butts, though? <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys for being here. Give yourself another round of applause. I'm not going to leave yet. I've still got 20 minutes. That's what she said. I still have 25 minutes. And I am going to, so I'm going to do at least 45 minutes. No, <laughs> I will tell more jokes, though. I, I really, this is very, very nice. I am recently single. I'm recently single. Her choice. <laughs> oh, boy. Recently single. Uh, first of all, uh, I did not, uh, I, I feel like I'm a respectful partner. I did not call her 
my girlfriend. She's not a girl. She's a woman. She's a person. I called her my woman friend or my lady friend or can I have $20? You know, things that showed her that I respected her. Because I did. I respected her money. She made more money than me. And I missed that. Um, but uh, I, I thought the relationship was going well uh, because, uh, hear me out, uh, I, I deleted a folder on my computer entitled 2012 Tax Documents. Now, some people in the audience might know it's in 2012 tax documents folder on your computer, but I can tell you what's not in it. Tax documents. <laughs> no, that's where I keep my dirty porn filth. <laughs> that's non-swear word thing to say. Oh, yeah. Do I look like a guy who pays his taxes? Come on. I haven't paid my taxes since 9-11. If the government's not doing their job, I'm not doing mine. 2012 tax documents, people. That's where I go when I'm alone. That's a good way to say it. All right. <laughs> I've got more. 20 more minutes. That's it, just 20 more minutes. <laughs> we'll, do, uh, we'll do one more. Um, I just shaved my mustache. I had a quarantine. Do you guys do like the quarant quarantine? pubes or anything, I don't know. Have you guys shaved your pubes since quarantine? <laughs> Mine are not looking good. <laughs> but I had the, the, you know, like the beard and the mustache going. And me with a mustache does not look good. Me with a mustache just looks like a magician whose only trick is to show you my dick. <laughs> it's not a good look. It's like abracadabra, we're on the bus. All right. <laughs> And uh, I like to take the bus, uh, especially here in San Francisco. I like to take the bus because the bus is where crazy people go to let you know that they're crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got to go somewhere, folks, and the bus is where they're going. Just regular people like me or you trying to get to work. You get on the bus, and a crazy guy gets on and starts yelling, the sequel to Paul Blart Mall Cop should have been Paul, Paul Blart Time Cop. And I'm like, damn, that crazy guy has a good idea. Paul Blart Time Cop? I would watch that movie. How did they miss that bus? It would have been a good sequel. But anyway, there's an old saying. It goes, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Now, conversely, if a crazy guy gets on the bus with no pants, is he crazy and no one's there to see it? I don't know. I do know this, though. I did not get arrested. I fucked up that joke. That's my time. Thank you very much. Josh Holub's first set in six months. Yay! Yay, Josh Holub. At the end of his sets, he used to go, questions! And then you'd have to ask people weird, he'd ask them weird questions about fun things. Uh, Josh was talking about shaving pubic hairs. Uh, I'm a 70s lady. I was born in the 70s. I have so much pubic hair, it looks like I'm wearing a hair skirt. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I have a kitten in a headlock. It's cute. It's very cute. Very cute. Zach Zimmerman, is he here? Is, did Zach make it? Did he not? Zach Zimmerman didn't make it. Who else did I tell you you get to be on this show? <laughs> Your next comedian, he's a hilarious guy. I've known him for like since probably my first year of comedy. He's amazing and he's hilarious. Put your hands together, everybody, for Gary Hughes. Yay! You got your condom, baby. Yeah. Pam's neat. Pam needs people. <laughs> 
Who wants to do comedy? Who wants to do comedy? You want to do comedy? Get on up here. Get on up here, buddy. Get on up. Nah, I'm just joking. But no, no, no. You sit back down. 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 We, oh, she's saying she'll bring you up next if you want. There you go. It's usually a techie thing to go do comedy and bring all your coworkers there so they can laugh at your inside office jokes. And then we just be like, what is he talking about? Uh, all right. I went to my friend baptism. She had a baptism. She's from South Africa. She had a baptism at a hotel pool. And I was like, you go get a tetanus shot? Because that's a hotel pool. But they do the baptism, right? They do it in the corner of the pool. And people swim on the other side of the pool. They get done with the baptism. And I say, you realize you just baptized everybody in the pool. And they was like, no, we just baptized the corner. And I was like, that's not how water works. If I throw a plugged up toaster in the pool, everybody go fill it, not just the corners. You baptized the whole pool and you didn't tell them. There was toys floating around and everything. What's good with you, brother? How you doing? <laughs> I got to talk to the cars as they drive by. <laughs> How you doing, brother? You good? Okay. Uh, I've been reminiscing about my childhood a lot. Childhood has been pretty fun. Uh, I used to... Um, I've been reminiscing about peeing in the bed. Yeah. I didn't pee in the bed, but my uh, my cousin peed in the bed. If you know anything about poverty, we shared the same bed. You ever wake up in someone else's piss? It's kind of weird. It's like, yo, this is my thing. This is my, man, you messed up my Space Jam sheets. It was, that's, a, that's a throwback right there, Space Jam sheets. I'm just going to do random jokes. I'm not even going to, like, seg usually people segue their jokes into, like, story mode to, like, a big comedy hit. But I'm on the street corner. So I'm going to just, just say jokes. And if you laugh at them, you laugh at them. If you don't, you don't. It's no big deal, you know. Some some of these jokes aren't really for you. It's for me. It's very therapeutic. I don't have therapy. And, yeah, so let's just keep going, right? <laughs> Shall we keep going? All right, I have a younger brother. I have a younger brother. He's about, like, eight years old. And my sister, she's like, <laughs> you need to, like, make him a man. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to, like, Tell them about like stuff that's not real, like the tooth fairy's not real, or or you know the Easter Bunny's not real, or we used to be slaves, stuff like that. And I was like, I'm gonna start with the religion. So I saw him praying. His name is Ty. I was like, Ty, who you praying to? Because I'm praying to Jesus for my food. And I was like, you know, Jesus don't speak English, right? He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. We Google it. I was like, look, he speaks Aramaic. He has no idea what you're saying up there. Jesus up there with Duolingo like bananas. Bananas. <laughs> how, you, how you say bananas? I like Duolingo doesn't teach nobody anything. <laughs> People be like, I'm, I'm learning a new language on Duolingo. And I'm like, you're not learning then, if that's the case. You're learning two words in German, and that's it. You might as well end it right there. That's where it happens. I was at a, a Chinese spot the other day in Oakland. And um, a Chinese spot is a food spot, by the way. I don't want nobody to get the wrong idea here. The Chinese spot could be a lot of things. It could be a dry cleaner. It could be a massage parlor. It could be, it could be a Chinese spot. There's <laughs> a food spot. And I was like, let me get an orange chicken rice plate and a bottle of water. And then I was like, never mind on the water. And then she tried to upsell me on the water. She said, but water's so good. And I was like, yeah, I know. I've had water before. That's a, that's a third world upsell. In the first world, that worked in Zimbabwe or something, but... Bring your first world up sales when you come over here, miss. 
I've been, I know, I've been in quarantine so You realize I haven't looked no one in the eye. I've been in quarantine so much doing Zoom comedy. I can't even look y'all in your eyes right now. I'm looking over your heads like this. <laughs> I'm like a, <laughs> just like a sprinkler. I'm looking right above your heads. <laughs> I'm not even looking at you guys. I'm just like this. That's how I feel. I've been doing just quarantine jokes by myself for so long. It's been interesting, man. It's been very interesting. Um, you probably can't tell, but I'm I'm uncircumcised. I'm uncircumcised. You can't tell. I don't know if you can see through these pants. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> you heard, Pam. I told my sister. My sister found out when I was like 28. And she was like, I didn't know that, bro. You should get circumcised. And I was like, why? And she was like, for biblical purposes. And I was like, I've never heard of that. So, I, you know, you research something just to make a person satisfied. So I did some research, and I saw that some tribes in Africa, when they circumcise the 